Welcome to 100 Ways, your simple reminder that you are home wherever you are and that everything is right the way it is right now. I'm your host, Laura Christine, fellow explorer of consciousness and this amazing, beautiful world. Let's get curious, dive into the duh, and find out what's here for us today. Welcome to 100 Ways. This is your daily exploration of self and soul. I'm your host and fellow explorer, Laura Christine. Let's dive in and find our way home. Yesterday, Tina stated she wasn't sure how much of the science I wanted to know about the things that are going on in our bodies and brains when we are afraid and we're going through changes, especially relating to relationship. And I said, I want to hear all of it. (laughs) So today we're going to dive into that a little bit more. If you haven't heard the setup episode 82, I really recommend going back to that. Here's more from licensed therapist, Tina Rately. So it's the sympathetic nervous system that gets activated when you're under stress. The purpose of the system is to protect you. Think of being attacked by a bear. Okay, if you're being attacked by a bear, you're not going to care about anything else. And it's going to activate the system. It's going to give you a lot of adrenaline. This is the hormones, adrenaline and cortisol. Basically a lot of sugar and speed (laughs) to sum it up really easily to help you run from the bear. It's giving you the energy and the focus to run from a bear. So that's a good thing. So unfortunately, this part of the brain is smart and powerful, but it's not smart in the ways that it can discern what level of stress is needed. So you're not at the level of stress of being attacked by a bear, but if you're under regular ongoing stress, it's getting regular doses of the same hormones that the sympathetic nervous system is activated to release to your body. Yes, that's why you can feel like it's addiction. So you feel like you need to be in that state. And the parasympathetic nervous system, I think parachute, para, that's the system that calms your body, that gets activated when the bear is gone and you're safe. Okay, now we can calm down. That gets activated and then you calm down and then those hormones aren't released. So if you've been in an activated state for a while, a calm state can be fearful. It can feel like, well, I can't relax. Something could happen. Uh. So it doesn't feel safe to be in that state. So stay in the activated state. So yeah, then you feel comfortable staying in that state. This is just how it is. Yeah. She just sighed like it's exhausting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I also remember I had so much space when I left. I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do with myself. It felt like I had space. And I think that's the parachute feeling of, oh, I'm not needing to regulate myself constantly in mm-hmm. order to stay sane-ish mm-hmm. <laughs> in this constant kind of battle mode that I was living in. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. It feels like something is wrong. Mm -hmm. So then I question myself and I think maybe there is something Mm -hmm. wrong. Maybe it is me. Maybe I'm the one that's insane Mm -hmm. or whatever. That's a strong word maybe, but maybe I'm the one that is wrong. Maybe I should have given it more time, more of a chance. And I think that's why it's so easy to go back because we don't know what to do with ourselves 
to when we are more ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's complicated why we don't leave. And a lot of it, I mean, there's complications too, just logistical factors that a lot of people have, like kids mm -hmm. and financial ties and all of that. And I wish, I always wish I could give people a crystal ball to see their future and say, these things will work out. Yes. You will be okay. Yeah, it's hard to get through, but once you get through, it's worth it. Those are just logistical things that get worked out. But the other piece is that people feel comfortable in it. Mm -hmm. And the fear of the unknown, the fear of change is worse. That overrides. And that's a primal emotion. That goes back to the beginning of humans being on Earth. If you go this way out of the cave and you get attacked by a saber-toothed tiger and you go the other way and you don't get attacked, your brain is going to tell you to go that one way. Even if there's mm -hmm. no food that way, it's going to keep you safe. Okay? Yeah. So that same part of the brain even though it's not as intense, I know, but it's the same part of the brain. Again, it doesn't always discern what level of safety and what level of danger there is, but it's the same thing that happens. There's been studies on it. When you walk into a classroom or a group or like church, you know, things like that for the first time, you're going to sit in a seat for the first time. And maybe the room was full and you didn't get the seat you'd like, like by the window or by the front or the more comfortable seat. You're going to sit in that hard folding chair in the back. Mm-hmm. So you get through the group because everybody has some level of fear when you come to something like that for the first time. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are or what you say. Everyone has some level of fear. So mm -hmm. it goes in the fear category in your brain. So you're, you get through the class, the group, whatever, and whew, you survived. I didn't die. <laughs> so now you walk out, come back the next time, and that reminder, oh, here we are again, that fear is going to come up again for the purpose of what do I need to do to survive again? So that chair that's more comfortable or in the spot you wanted, it could be this super cushiony, nice, comfy chair. Your brain's going to go, mm -mm, sit in the hard metal chair at the back because we survived the class and that we're going to do the exact same thing again. So it's going to direct you to something that's not as comfortable and away from what's better and more comfortable because it's safe. Oh. So safety is a big one that keeps us in a relationship sometimes. That makes so much sense. It just takes courage, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Like we just have to get to a point where we don't care anymore mm -hmm. that it feels safer. Right. It has to get bad enough and you have to have enough support. Yeah. So it helps to have supportive people around you. Absolutely. I had mm -hmm. wonderful friends, thank mm -hmm. God. And my mom was helpful. My sister both really supported me and then... I got to work with you <laughs> and that was a huge blessing and so validating because I just hadn't even had an example of what situation I was in. So I didn't even know I was in it. Mm -hmm. And maybe even if I had had an example or if I had, it would have been even easier to get into something like that. I'm not sure, but it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what matters is I finally said to myself, no, mm -hmm. last straw right. out. Definitely come back tomorrow for episode 84 because Tina and I dove into what a more abusive situation looks like. We have both had experience with this and we share what was going through our minds, the kinds of thoughts we would have, and these thoughts are not typical to what we would have had and have had before and after these relationships. So this next one I feel is ultra important because it can be very hard to recognize when you are in a relationship where the other person is really not healthy, but they're very good at acting like they are and that you, you are the one who isn't. 
So do come back for tomorrow's episode. Please let me know how you're resonating with these. You can contact me at the link in the show notes, or you'll know how after the music starts. And as always, if you'd like to contribute to this podcast and keep it going, visit buymeacoffee.com slash 100ways. And there are a few options for you there. Thank you so much. Until next time, we are sending all the love and then some more. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you for exploring with me today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We can do that at laurachristine.us. You'll find contact in the menu, or you can go to laurachristine.us slash contact, and you'll be taken right to it. Let's dive in a little deeper and see how fully we can flow with the duh. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to laurachristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that. Mm-hmm.